I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. Your last name is Rickard? And we are the hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickard. And this is Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. With j- j- I almost said with Zen though, for some reason. With Zen. With Jen, on the ether. <gasps> I mean, if you're feeling particularly meditative, mm-hmm. um, you know, it could also be with Zen. That's true. Could be with Zen and with Jen. I suppose. Yep. Here's sure. Jen with the Zen minute. Go. Mm-hmm. Go, Jen. Um. All right, let's get. All right, that was a good time. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show where we talk about a show called News Radio. That's what we do here. Um, that is you might be subject. asking, what are we still doing here? Mm-hmm. We've and been- the answer is we're talking about the scripts to the shows that we've already discussed. Now, <laughs> what we're talking about this week is Station Sale, which is uh, season two, episode eleven. Now, the weird thing is. Uh, it is the only one from season two we're going to be talking about until I have more access, because that's the only one that's out there on the internet. Uh, only season two episodes that's out there. the only script people asked for, though. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, everybody specifically is like, please, let's revisit Station Sale. Um, nobody said that. Uh, this is the shooting draft. but We all know what that means. It means nothing with this show. Yep. Yep. Uh, November 13th, 1995. Forever ago. Almost 25 years ago, ladies and gentlemen. Um... Got to, now you're you're saying well I guess we'll get to it but uh, where you 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 notice something I didn't catch which is either a typo or just a well, just a drastic massive overlooking of Bill's name spelling right uh, if you look what the heck page is it uh, you actually highlighted it though oh I did yeah funny okay uh, well then you I can see totally the forgot. spelling of Bill McNeil's name is Bill McNeil mm-hmm says it so i don't know what page that's on that's well at least it's not bill mcintyre um oh here it is uh -hmm. the bottom of 25 bottom of 25 it's repeated there mcneil bill mcneil oh yeah weird that's so funny i think well they they sort of gave the impression that every writer had their own idea of how it was spelled (laughs) um for those who don't remember of course station sale is uh an episode about Jimmy James saying he's going to sell the station, but it's really just an attempt to get close with a lady from a company who could buy the station. Who he and, wasn't on his wife candidate list, but right now. Yes, yeah, she is now. And she's impressive and interesting. And But then she makes him an offer he can't refuse, which is to actually buy the station. Now, and then at the end, of course, Beth then buy, uh, offers Jimmy, what? Twenty-seven dollars, forty-seven. I don't remember exactly how much she's got in her pocket and some gum. Is it fifty-two dollars and a, and a something like that? Well, she didn't say pre-chew, but it was a pre-chewed piece of gum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you didn't tell me it's ABC gum. Um, he didn't ask. He didn't ask. Exactly right. Nah. So that's this is how he learns that Beth might have a some power as a negotiator, which I love. <laughs> um, 
Now the, the yes. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, the 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 first thing I have highlighted is just that there is a not non sequitur, but just an asinine blurting from Matthew where uh, Loretta Swit is mentioned, and maybe just to remind us who Loretta Swit is, Matthew just I, says hot lips. I think so because I have heard the name Loretta Swit so many times, and I know who that is. Well, sure. It's great in my memory now, but uh, mm-hmm. every time I do hear that name, I'm like, wait, who the hell was that again? Like, right? Yes. Hot yeah. If you're not used to seeing her out. all the time, I, I, I guess this is one of those. But just hot lips, and then it's not even addressed. It's just him yelling it. Yep. Like a friggin' yep. monkey. I think it was just to get the reference. Yeah, yeah probably it's true. Coming. Yeah. You uh, highlighted. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You, no, you highlighted uh, uh, Robertson Communications. Did, wasn't that what? Who was still buying them? Um, I highlighted it because there's a. Di- I think they used a different name in the episode, a slightly different name. Uh, I, there are a lot. Before we get to big chunks, as as is typical, there are bits and pieces of just like little sort of incidental incidental things that uh, that have changed. Um, yeah, a lot know. of these things I think are just. Uh, uh, some some had some like good little jokes in there, but I think it mm-hmm. just stopped the flow, which is why I see that they cut it. So yeah, like repetition of uh, when Joe's talking about how completely bogus it is. Yeah, um, that they're selling it, and Bill just reminds him that companies change hands every day. And this is honestly, this is a line of Bill being um, common sense, which doesn't really, you know, as little of that as possible. Please and thank you. Yeah, he's a few of those. Mm-hmm. Although he does say in the future it might help if you located the source of your rage before you unleashed it on the world. That's a line, <laughs> a line that gets cut, uh, which I kind However, of I was thinking, is he smart? Is, is Bill uh, uh, secretly like a therapist? Like that was. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, he and he knows somebody for your gut too. So you know, if your gut's messed up, he knows someone to recommend there. there you go. Um, maybe he can give you a referral, professional referral. What if Bill was secretly a doctor? That he'd be the worst doctor on the planet. <laughs> Um, oh yeah. Okay. And then, uh, do we have, okay. Yeah. 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 So a description specifically of Matthew falling out of a chair and which is how we end it. That's how yes. we normally end in, and actually button it and go to the, the credits. But in the script, Bill says, so take it. You're against the sale after Matthew says no sale, no sale and falls on his ass, which I'm sure um, was really funny. I, I get why they ended it with him slipping off the chair. I just think that's probably going to be a stronger button. Yeah. Even even with Phil Hartman oh, yeah. reading that line, it's just funnier to watch his ass fall. Well, yeah, I mean, somebody falling, it doesn't matter what your line is next. Like, you're not, mm-hmm. not going to compete with something like that. No, no, not really. Although, still my favorite is when Bill, Bill imitating, well, accidentally imitating Matthew. Falling <laughs> still, back, that oh, was God. pretty precious. So, so good. Um, oh, and then, uh, yeah, so down on page 17, uh, there's obviously... There's a good reason this this series of lines was cut, uh, but it's about Bill's handcuffs. Um, it, it's unnecessary because the jo- we already we've already got enough of a joke where the look on his face as to you know where and why he has handcuffs just you know the look on his face. The, tells the mystery story. of it is almost funnier than mm-hmm. him saying I liberated them from the fuzz back in '71. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then Matthew says word, and then. Bill what? says what? Yeah, it's a very weird exchange that doesn't seem it seems out of place. I, I the, can yeah, I tell I, you though, like I've written characters and written characters that are you know re- repeated from one project to the next, and um, 
it's not easy keeping in, in voice all the time. And it is one of those things where like sometimes even if you say it out loud until you hear the character say it out loud on the night, it just suddenly no longer works. You know, it's, it's I, a weird moment. Yeah. I, again, I might even less about how the character talks as much as a, a flow thing. It's just for sure. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, if some of these things hadn't been cut for the flow of it, it changes the character. Every line changes your perception of the character. So if they right. suddenly say something, I mean, we wouldn't maybe notice at the time, but eventually like that character could evolve into something entirely different because it's very much butterfly effect when it comes to lines like that. Well, again, uh, uh, some of the, the, the lines that Bill says, he's a little more uh, sane and less, not to say that Phil Hartman wouldn't have read them condescending on some of these sure. cut, but I'm just like, wow, there's there's a little uh, uh, wisdom in there. But <laughs> Right, yeah, totally. Not totally, but mostly. Yeah, Not totally, place. a little bit. Uh, later on, so when we get to page 23, there, there is a point, this is addressed, so this is something they must have possibly even shot, but uh, where Matthew later says, well, you know, I talked to that Jane woman. He talks to the lady from Robertson Communications, and we don't see that. Um, but it was it was written. Um, do you want to be Jane or Matthew? Uh, heck, I'll be Jane. Let's do it. I'll be Matthew. Jen, do you want to be Jimmy? Sure. Okay. <clears throat> Interior bull bullpen continuous. Jimmy enters from Dave's office. Jane is standing by the coffee table talking to Matthew. They're both smiling and laughing for some reason. That's weird. Um, Matthew is still handcuffed to the chair. So is it a protest of some sort? No, no, that's just silly. No, it's actually a magic trick. What's the trick? Takes like an hour and a half. I'll show you some other time. Jane, shall we try to hammer out a few things over lunch? Certainly. Uh, nice talking with you, Mr. Brock. Th thanks, thanks. Matthew makes an effort to shake her hand, but since he's handcuffed to the chair, he can't. Jimmy and Jane walk away. Joe and Lisa immediately walk up to Matthew. Uh, so? Oh, there we go. <laughs> so she's actually very nice. What'd you do, offer you a free salami? What? I don't think they're actually a salami company. They're a salami company? Yeah. You know, maybe this sale isn't such a bad idea. Bill exits the booth and crosses towards the elevator foyer. Yeah, if you like salami. Bill, could you give me the keys to... Bill? Bill has exited into the elevator foyer. Uh, so that's a little, little cut. Uh, then Bill McNeil, Bill McNeil. <laughs> Bill McNeil. I am Bill McNeil. Bill McNeil. Let's see if it says that later. You probably recognize the voice. I'm Bill McNeil. <laughs> um, let's see here. It's funny, too. There's so many people uh, uh, attached to writing this one, too. That it's that is true. <laughs> um, page 27 is the, is the next uh, big chunk. Uh, let's see. Well, actually, let's see if it's even worth reading. <laughs> this, this one was cute. I actually, I actually like this one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, do, do, do. I'll be Lisa, you be Bill. Uh, so okay. this is the scene the in the yeah. break room. Um, there, well, we'll read, we'll read the original lines too. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> the staff, except for Dave and Bill sits around the room. Lisa's leading an informal meeting. So the important thing is that we all stick together. We're a unit. They take all of us or none of us. Bill enters. Okay, people, let's go to plan B. It's every man for himself. Bill. Right. Sorry. Every man or woman for him or herself. Will you relax? If we all stick together, they can't fire any of us. Hmm, interesting perspective, Comrade Miller. <laughs> You're calling me a communist? The last thing we need right now is a power struggle. Absolutely, I'm with you. Good. 
All those in favor of maintaining a unified front, stay here. Those of you who'd like to join my splinter group, meet me in the bathroom in five minutes. All right, forget it, everyone, but I have two words for you. Afternoon delight. What? Uh, is, is that explained, or is this a callback? I'm now realizing no, she, is this a, she, actually she says it in a minute. in the episode how, what if this turns into a... Oh, yeah, right. soft rock station who wants to hear Afternoon Delight all day long or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah, so and, it is uh, a callback. It's it something callback. about everyone being killed and them replacing all of them afterwards. What now? When she mentions Afternoon Delight a few pages ago. Oh, they okay. would kill themselves from listening to Afternoon Delight yeah. over and over. I think that's what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Um, let's see here. Um, there's a little bit later on where Joe pulls the uh, a chunk of electronics out of uh, the radio transmitter. Dave asks if they're still on the air, and he says not in Jersey, and he just tells him to put it back. That's a little line. I, I thought that was funny. Out. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, not in Jersey. Uh, let's see here. Let's see. Is there any? Is is he? Uh, no. The next bit is uh, incidental. Uh, uh, let's. See. Oh, there is a, a, a little bit of a chunk later on on page bottom of page thirty-two. Um, after they find out that Jimmy's actually not selling the station, uh, Lisa says, "Why would he lie to us?" He's lonely. I, I don't know. It's uh, it's over now. So everyone just relax. Then Bill says. And Bill is supposed to be pulling himself together here. And now that this is all over, I think there are certain people in the office who should be ashamed of their recent behavior. Lisa? <laughs> this information leaves this room, I'll probably lose my job, okay? That's Dave. Um, so that's just a little chunk that uh, got cut out. Uh, any time where Bill Smarm is, is, is attached to the bit, I, I enjoy it. Again, um, I, I really like that. It might have been a flow thing after the fact when they're looking it, at it. It, it feels like it for sure. Um, then uh, page 36. Uh, you want to be uh, Jimmy Allen? Yeah. So we're, this is the scene where we're talking about, uh, yeah, after Dave now knows that he's actually going to sell the station. Sell the station. Well, don't worry. If uh, Robertson fires you, I'll find a place for you at one of my other businesses. Doing what? You know anything about sheet metal processing? <laughs> Come on, let's sell the troops. Oops. Jimmy exits. Dave follows. Uh, sir? Your attention, everyone. The station has been sold. It's done deal. A beat, and then the entire staff bursts out laughing. Jimmy looks quizzically at Dave. Okay, I've got some explaining to do. Uh, is that, oh, is that because he's ex he? Oh, right, because they still think it's a they still think it's bullshit. Right, because Dave already let them in on the yeah exactly. Big day, today, Jason. Big day. <laughs> Big day. Um, uh, shortly thereafter, after we return from the break, um, actually, I don't I don't remember if this is actually a break in the episode. I'm trying to remember. There are a few things. These things get rearranged too, like in terms of beats even. Um, but Catherine then says, "So that's it. It's a done deal." Afraid it is. I have to give Jane a call at midnight to confirm, but once they get a better offer before then, deal goes through. This is, by the way, does establish that he does say midnight, and that's what Matthew hears, and then it teaches it, treats it like it's, again, a magical deadline. Uh, Lisa says, you aren't lying to us, are you? Because Dave told us you weren't really selling. And then Dave says, well, he wasn't really selling at the time. And Beth, all right. Like, we'll ever believe anything you say again. <laughs> Anytime Dave gets shit on. <laughs> also good. Uh, let's see. And then we go back down a little bit. Page 39. Uh, <laughs> right after Bill says, 
I'd like to raise a practical question at this point. Why, Jimmy, why? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no one feels worse about this than me, but, you know, an amazing deal is an amazing deal. Dave says no one's happy about this, but Miss Robertson seems nice, and I'm sure everything will work out fine. Beth, tell us another one, Dave. Uh, Matthew walks in from the elevator foyer, still cuffed to his chair. He looks shaken. Dave, you okay? Yeah, but I was just on the elevator and it, like, dropped ten floors in about a half a second. I feel like I'm going to throw up. And, of course, I'm still handcuffed to this chair. Bill, give me the keys. Give them to me. I'm a little dizzy. Can I have your seat? Lisa, Matthew. This is this is not a chair. It's an albatross. Bill, give me the keys. Too big a word for Matthew, let's be honest. Yeah. And then Bill finally hands over the keys. We knew he uh, did drop drop the ten floors in half a second, but he didn't mention the uh, one to throw up and stuff like that. Mm-mm, yeah, exactly. Um, later on, specifically, they do mention there's a night announcer in the booth. Um, I didn't know that was ever included. You know, you never know. Like, I guess, I guess they're like, well, we, we should make sure people know that the station's still functioning, but all these idiots are still here again. <laughs> seven hours. And seven how. hours later. Um, what did I write? Oh, so I highlighted Jimmy saying, I'm starting to feel like it's been seven hours, you guys. I'm starting to feel like a big snooze button is in the script. But he says snooze box on the show. I'm not sure what a snooze box is. I mean, the more I, the more I think about it, I don't know what a snooze box is supposed to be. No, but I like the mystery of trying to image what that is. Yeah, yeah. A big old snooze. Jen, what are your theories on what a snooze box is? Because that's the original line. But or the original line is snooze button. But snooze box is what it ends up being. It's um when there's limited space and you go in the break room and sleep in a box mm, until okay. until you feel a little bit better. There you go. That's yeah. that's a little bit little blanket. Uh huh. That's a snooze. I like that. I I would mm-hmm. like one of those. Mm-hmm. I sh- I wish I'd have gotten one for my birthday. No complaints. But mm. uh, a snooze box. Maybe next birthday. Maybe Christmas. Maybe you'll get a complaint box so you can let us know. Mm. 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 Man, I, w- I will never institute that for this podcast, by the way, because I feel like that's what that would, would start be, that filling That would be up. very, that would be disastrous. They would start filling it up, like, as a joke, but then, like, it would still be overwhelming and I'd want to stop doing the show anyway. <laughs> um, they would tell me I have coffee breath and I'd believe them, even though they can't possibly Aww. smell my breath from here. Yeah. Um, so, uh, let's see. Oh, okay. So, then, uh, top of page 43, Beth actually begins her, her deal uh, a little bit earlier in the script, um, Beth is at her desk, furiously scratching lottery tickets. Jen, you want to be Beth? I'll be Catherine. Sure. I've won three tickets and a coupon worth $5 off a new microwave oven, but that's about it. There's no shame in backing out of a good deal. There's only one reason ever to back out of a good deal. What's that? Better deal. Fair enough. Um, and then let's see here. Are there any more big chunks? I'm trying to see if there are any big uh, chunks that. for the rest of it. I think uh, maybe most of this episode is technically intact. Other, oh no, at the end. At the end, there is a big. The end there. Jimmy mm-hmm. has a little more of a happy ending. I feel like in this. That's true. And in uh, oh, and the bottom of page 48, there's a there's just a, a little, uh, little bit 
uh, after Beth has, has made the deal, she does say that she's starting to feel kind of magical. Uh, but I made a note that the whole, oh, no, this, I wrote that a whole chunk is cut, but the reason it's cut is because we're missing three pages. This is the problem. Pages, mm. this is the other problem. When you get these online scripts, you don't know what the fuck is there. So 49 through 50 are totally missing. Uh, but yeah, let's go towards the very end of the episode. It does. They expand on it. Um, Jen, uh, you want to be Beth, I'll be Dave, Alan, you be Jimmy. Sorry, which page? Uh, page 54, bottom of page 54. It's Almost right, at the very end. It's right sure. at the end where Jimmy's counting his money. He says, man, talk about us, Rick, it just can't lose. Beth enters and hands Dave a stack of messages. She has a box of donuts under her arm. Hearing your messages, Dave. Thanks. What's with those? Oh. This is lunch. I figured that now I've single-handedly saved the station. I can steal from the snack table with impunity. Oh, Beth, that reminds me. Pick this up for you on the way here. Jimmy hands Beth a slender Tiffany's box. She opens it. A silver picture frame. Thanks so much. And here's the receipt so you can return it for cash. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. She showers him with kisses. Oh, you got me blushing. Jane enters. You ready, Jim? Been with you in a second. Jane exits. Jimmy picks up his jacket and starts toward the door. I think she likes Jimmy. <laughs> She's not mad at you for not selling? That's Dave. Oh, sorry. <laughs> nobody was Dave yet. I so. was. You were. <laughs> yeah. The line is, she th- I think she likes me, but Jimmy just seems better. <laughs> That's good. No, it's good. I like it. Alan improvised Stephen Root style. It's good. Uh, <laughs> She's not mad at you for not selling? It's the opposite. It's like, this guy... Hard to explain, but you know, when uh, you, you float a bond issue, but you minimize the initial offering to. You're playing hard to get. Right. See ya. With Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's it's it's. There's an extra little bit, and originally, honestly, in reading it, I'm like, ah, oh, that's unnecessary. But the when we read it out, I'm like, ah, oh, it's kind of a cute bit. I kind no, of. No, it like is. It. I get again. Might have just been for. Flow timing, but it's uh, mm-hmm. so cute. It's- Again, this is a 56-page script, which is longer, than, way longer than it needs to be. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so there we go, ladies and gentlemen. That is uh, that's episode uh, 211 revisited. Uh, I mean, you know, th- I think we're going to be saying a lot of the same stuff. Yes, this is cut for mostly for time, or you know, sometimes it's character bits that I don't think are necessary. Uh, you know. They don't seem like the kind of cast that would say my character wouldn't say that necessarily, but they would probably rephrase it on the night. Well, it's an interesting thing, uh, uh, because, like, the three beats of comedy, you know, they'll hit something, they'll go over a plot point one, two, three times, and these Mm -hmm. longer scripts, it seems like four or five. Yeah, that's true. I think you either pick one or the other. I think, for the most part, they definitely pick the stronger choices, but I would be curious to see if they have any of these scenes deleted if they shot them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, at some point, hopefully, ladies and gentlemen, just as a reminder that that may happen. I make no promises. Uh, also, we have gotten some questions for Paul Sims uh, for when we do revisit the pilot, which I think I recommended uh, that you guys just send us, you know, send us your voicemail, send us your emails, freakzilla at scopenet.com or 646-801-WNYX. Uh, obviously a voicemail is preferred so that we don't screw up your name pronunciation or accidentally say a name you don't want us to, or, you know, it's an audio show. We just want to hear from you. So just, just, just give us a call. Leave us a voicemail. We want your questions for Paul Sims about the pilot. You can find the pilot 
at our website, WNYXNewsRadio.com. Both scripts are on our archive, so you can read through them and make your own notes and your own thoughts, and then you can be like, hey, Paul, why did you write this? Paul's a, Paul, by the way, is like an open guy, so if you ask Paul, you know, what's with this crazy scene, and we don't think to ask it, then, you know, he'll, he'll be fine. He'll answer the question. He's a pretty... It's a 25-year-old show. I'm pretty sure he doesn't give a damn uh, if there's a mistake or, or a bit of weirdness. Because we're going to be talking about how weird these scripts are. They're weird. Um, what do you mean? Oh, I don't know. Speaking of weird, uh, next week, holy shit, guys. <laughs> if you want to talk about weird, if you want to talk about some chopped out scenes that were chopped out for one obvious reason, not because they were bad, uh, <laughs> there's a big guest star that this show never got, and we this is one of the things we need to ask Paul about, too, because, uh, boy, when we get there... Someone had to have known him or something, and maybe he just wasn't available. You don't think it was a big swing? Well, we'll get there. We'll talk I, about I it next know. week. We'll, we'll talk about it next week, and you guys can check that out. Uh, they might have had we... backup people. We'll, yeah. We'll have to listen to next week to find out who it was. But... Yeah, who who knows? So so next week, uh, that that's going to be episode uh, 302, Review. That's the one we're going to be covering. Um, so uh, in the meantime, Jen, what would you like to promote? <laughs> stay healthy. Take care of yourself. That's good. I'm going to say stay home. Wear a mask. Be nice to people. Uh, treat yourself well and treat yourself in general. If you're not feeling great, do, do yourself a little favor if you can afford it. Uh, you know, uh, we, you, there are favors you can do yourself without spending money too. Uh, just be nice to yourself. That's all, always good. Also be, also follow me on uh, Instagram at uh, Alan Rickert, A-L-L-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T and on Twitter at Alan Rickert, A-L-L-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T. Alan? Follow me at, uh, on Twitter at jklom, J. K-L-A-M-M. -M. <laughs> and then Instagram, which is Jason Klom. For some reason. At J-A-S-O-N-K-L-A-M-M. -M. Mm -hmm. uh, and just remember, uh, I'm not, I would not argue, I'm not going to argue one way or the other, but if you don't think the mask does anything, if you're right, you're just inconvenienced for, uh, let's say, a, a few months, and you got to wear it and it's uncomfortable, oh no. If you're wrong, you're going to get COVID. Uh-huh. Yeah, and kill well, people. And remember that. mainly give other people COVID because that's what the masks are for, to, to protect other people. And if two people are wearing them, you have, like, up to, I think I heard, 50% less of a chance. There's a really good infographic, by the way, of, like, basically Don't quote me on people that. walking around it. and, like, somebody pisses on you and you're not wearing pants versus somebody pisses on you and you're wearing pants. And both people are wearing and pants. And then, yeah, if both people are wearing pants, there's much less chance piss is going to get on you. So uh, it's it's a pretty good little uh, cartoon slash infographic, and it's, it's kind of perfect. Uh, also, oh, forgot to tell you guys, check me out. I'm very proud of this. Check me out in Dolomite is my name. Um, I'm in uh, <laughs> two brief scenes. I look a lot like Alan in it. Uh, it's very weird. Uh, and in a, uh, three season, uh, three episodes of the final season of Veep. You know what's weird is I knew uh, uh, someone I knew said I saw you in that. I didn't know you were playing more than one character. And I was like, what are you What are you talking about? He's like, yeah, weren't you in earlier scenes too? And I see this other guy who kind of looks like me. I'm like, oh, that, really? That Yeah, but I'm like, that's 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 not me. A, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's fantastic. You're not going to have me playing more than one character, just being the only guy in the movie playing more than one character. Eddie Murphy and Alan Rickard and Alan Rickard. <laughs> he gives you the two, but he doesn't put any makeup on. 
<laughs> I was thoroughly confused. But... That is very weird. Um, yeah. uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for now. Check us out next week. Give us your questions for Paul Sims. Until next week, catch you later, geeks. Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alan Rickert, Jason Klom, and Jen, who lives on the ether. Our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. Subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other podcast outlet. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio, or find everything in one place at WNYXNewsRadio.com. Thanks, Joe. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Big day today, Dave. Stolen Dress Entertainment. Hey, it's my turn. Ah! <laughs>